Hello and welcome to Sports Press Friends Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to give a shout out to Eamon Brown at the Voluntary Tackle who often gets in and helps us with Love League dedications but most importantly uh, has renamed his microphones the Sports Best Friends Mics on his fantastic podcast, The Voluntary Tackle. So thank you, Eamon Brown. I love your views, and views are our own. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket, and he's gone home with twice as much. Their music means it's lovely dedication time. This is everyone's chance to nominate someone special in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account, anyone they think deserves some love. At Gilby underscore Gillard wrote... I dedicate my love to one Elliot Whitehead because he is simply a gem. For you, Elliot Whitehead, a love that always does spread. Next one is uh, Goddamn Gunt McGinn. He's nominated uh, some King Gutho love. Gimme it all. So, Gutho, your, um, uh, your poem is Gutho to the Goddamn Gunt again, you are king. And last night, your big hair energy, you did swing. And the last one is for at Mario Siegs, Media Media Watch Mario. He said, I'd like to dedicate love to the Brisbane Broncos. It is lovely to see someone new competing for the spoon. We're all a bit bored of the same old teams each year. And so their poem is, Oh, Broncos from Brisbane, you parts of Mario's heart you have tamed. And all your supporters turning up. There are a few ways you can get involved with the podcast. The easiest way is to do awesome tweets or Instagram posts or whatever about Rugby League. Um, You can try and tag the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Insta. It'll make it easiest to see you. Uh, And there are, of course, LLDs. Uh, We'd also appreciate, uh, what are those things called? Ratings, reviews, things like that. So hit us up on Opera Podcasts um, or just send out some beautiful love about us on any of your socials. Thanks, guys. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Thursday. And the Panthers have stolen it. Feet fans versus Culture Club and at King Brimo said, fuck, I actually love watching this Panthers team. <laughs> Isn't that a surprise? I don't, I th- they were a great team as well a couple of years ago when they, when they beat Manly in that weird final where Peachy did that Knock-on, not knock-on. I remember they were great that year, uh, and they've seemed to be back at that level. At Rick the Warden, everyone's favourite reincarnation, Twitter, Phoenix, constantly rising from burnt accounts. Hey, Sam Warden, he's back at the Rick Warden. Why the fuck does Cleary look like Vampire from Buffy? (laughs) What a tweet. He did look unusually. He had some kind of infection in his face. They just put some tape on top of it and hoped for the best, but... He did, um, he did look a lot like the vampires from Buffy. And both of those tweets had F-bombs in it. I think people were really kind of overwhelmed by Penrith's greatness. The scoreline, I think, um, flattered the Panthers because they were pretty much um, dominating fit fans the whole time. Score! That Harry Lazy gets it. Well done, sir. 20-12. to 12. I was backed up by the blue tick count by the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They wrote, full-time. Not our night as the boys get done in Cogra. Uh... They, uh, Boomsy did explain the hash loudest, proudest, oldest um, hashtag. And then, of course, everyone on Twitter explained how that wasn't true. He said oldest because he said that they were now the oldest club 
but we showed him that that's not true. Proudest, I mean, that's subjective and ridiculous. And loudest, how on earth are they the loudest? <laughs> anyway, so he got shouted down over that. Sorry, Bull. Um, and one other thing, speaking of sad things about South, is at Roosters Jams, a, uh, a unashamed Roosters fan wrote this. Just a quick look at South Sydney, a South season. Scrapped a W against the Sharks, very lucky. Lost to Broncos. Lost back-to-back to Roosters Storm. Wins versus Titans and Warriors. Now an L to the Panthers, and I don't think they were even in it, despite only being eight-point loss. Can anyone see them making the eight? Oofed. That's a tough question. Friday. Now the trophy is going to Victoria. Camburglers versus Foo Fighters in the first game of Friday. At Supergrover 4 wrote, Booyah! Momo with a double. Welcome to the club, mate. Hash Storm Wars. Storm Wars? Was that supposed to be a short Storm Warriors, maybe? Maybe there's a hashtag I don't know about Supergrover. Let me know. Uh, loved Momo. You're going to hear a bunch of tweets about him. At me underscore DC, the, the Karate Warrior. Is it any coincidence that the Storm haven't belted a team like this in 2020? Well, since Momorowski stepped onto the pitch, let that sink in. And at League by the Fireplace tweeted, Momorowski playing like he isn't a West Tigers player. Oh, that's harsh. Uh, fantastic, fantastic game from Momo. Fantastic game from the Storm. They absolutely belted them. Great to see Hectic Cheese getting his try as well. Cam Smith still, like, people want him to slide off the pedestal of greatness, but unfortunately, the, the guy can still really play. Uh, and Pappenhausen, also fantastic in this game. I feel so, so... Well, let's do this bit first. Score? Ooh, Pat gets in there. She missed out this week, and I should also jump in. Patty missed her... Uh, Thursday reflection, Thursday game reflection with me on Friday through no fault of her own. She certainly wasn't shirking her responsibilities because it wasn't Brisbane getting belted, it was South. Uh, that was my fault. So so please don't think that Patty did the wrong thing. And Patty got the point here. It was 50 to 6, Patty, you're right. And that was blacked up by the Vodafone Warriors Blue Tick account. It just wrote, frustrating night, full time, 50 to 6. Now, it was very sensibly pointed out quickly by King Wally with two Ys and a one. Warriors now can't win the comp because we have that unofficial rule where if you get 50 points put against you, you can't win. So thanks, King Wally, for being the one that tweeted that. The Warriors had Cam Smith um, and Bellamy going to their change rooms afterward and to thank them and try and give them some hope and love uh, during this COVID period because their coach was just fired, as we talked about last week. And now a lot of them don't want to be there because they were all in this horrible thing together and They've been broken up. So, crazy crazy scene, seeing another team in there lecturing them about love and respect and hoping they're okay. The Roosters Chicken Chow Money versus Commies is the second Friday night game. And at Budunya, who was huge this week, particularly after the Eels win, Budunya this week uh, tweeted, maybe the Bank West surface would hold up a little better if Matt Maximus Dufty wasn't tearing it up so goddamn well. Yes, well, we saw a bunch of uh, people go down during that game, uh, which was which is always sad to see. A couple of ACLs, I think Victor Radley and uh, Verrill's, both copped it, and people were again blaming the service, but Bodunia's putting it down to Dufty's incredible play. At Mario Sieg's typed, Joey hasn't heard of a basic rule that comes up relatively frequently in a season. I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. 
Oh, Mario, thank you so much for tweeting something eloquent so that I can put it in the podcast so I can talk about my favorite rule ever. When you play the ball, any of your team that is on the defensive side of that play the ball is offside for the entirety of that play until the tackle, until the next tackle is made. What a phenomenal rule. And it seems uh, ubiquitous or unnecessary until you see a play like this where you've got a whole bunch of people standing, slowly getting back on side, five, ten metres offside, and then the play explodes and they're in it all of a sudden. No, you're not allowed to be. You didn't get back on side. You didn't get back behind the ball. Fantastic rule. Ex- excellent refereeing. Um, that, that Once they'd scored the try, Atkins said, we've got to go and check that all the offensive players were on side. And, um, and he's right, they weren't. Score? Ooh, Eamon Brand gets the points, 26 to 12. Backed up with an NRL blue tick who wrote, Brett Morris grabs a hat-trick as the Chooks come away with a very gutsy win. And I love that they're chucking in stuff about the Morris Twins. Everyone's talking about them. Saturday. First game on the Saturday was the Udders vs. Chucky Milk at Harry Rampage wrote, Newcastle showing us all they're nowhere near as good as anyone had said they are and uh, and the team themselves have bought into the hype. They couldn't have played worse. Oofed. I thought the Cows um, did play particularly well in the first half. Uh, not so great in the second half and the Knights tried to capitalise but the Knights in attack just weren't there at all in the first half and, and tried to get there in the second half. Score? Swiss Cowboy gets a points, 32-20, to 20, backed up by the Newcastle Knights blue ticket count that says, full-time in North Queensland. <laughs> That's it. What a bounce back in consecutive weeks from the Gold Coast. following game was Kebab Shops for Shitans and almost the game of the round. Uh, at Swiss underscore Cowboy underscore 78, my boy Carsten... He just tweeted, Corey Hotline at Big T. Corey Hotline. He gets it. He's a, he's, a, he's a Cowboys fan, but he knows that the Titans are looking down the barrel of a great player, the Corey Hotline, and he's just moved. He's picked up all of his uh, phone cables. He's dragged them all the way up north into North Queensland. Uh, sorry, into Queensland. And here he is in the Sunshine Coast living the dream at Roosters Jams is back. Broncos now have 11 players on the field because Seabol used his last interchange on replacing the rookie fullback with the guy who was dropped for said rookie fullback. You couldn't make this stuff up. My God, man, he shouldn't have a job in the morning. Uh, I mean, I've already said, I think publicly on this podcast twice, that the, the problem with the Broncos isn't the rule changes or anything like that. It's it's the coaching around the rule changes. Um a lot of people have had injuries and stuff, so so some of their fans wanted to blame that their forwards were out or things like that. But you've seen the Roosters and Manly um, and the Eels this week all deal with huge roster changes during game and still survive. So Brisbane can't blame that. It looks like it is just coaching. I, mean, I have confidence that Seabold can maybe um, get some better support around him so that he can be helping himself make better choices. But... At the moment, that game was lost due to coaching uh, and then the the effort that the players put in around that said coaching. So, Other than that, though, Gold Coast Titans, wow, didn't they take the opportunity, though? So great to watch. Uh, my, easily my favourite Queensland team. Sorry, Carsten. Score? Hammers gets the points. He said it was 32-12. Sorry, 30-12. That's absolutely right, which, which is 
backed up by the GC Titans blue tick account that just said we get the win. 30 to 12. Also, Mark RP85 said, surely this, this is rock bottom. Right, Broncos? Adam Jackson underscore nine wrote, Broncos getting booed off the field at Suncoast Stadium at halftime. Don't ever think that's happened. And then Ross Martin, 1960, wrote, especially as it's only friends and relatives watching. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Roosters jams again. God, he's all over this podcast this week. Anthony Milford, 110 metres, ran for more metres than every Bronco forward outside of Haas and TPG. Lodger, 88. Glenn, 34, and played 80 minutes. Ofangawi, 98. Kennedy, 60, and Teo, 42. They need to hang their heads in shame. Oof. And at Joshy F97 said, Got to give credit to the Broncos. In a year in which so many people across Australia are suffering, they've brought a smile to millions of people. Keep up the good work at Brisbane Broncos, and thank you especially to Mr. Anthony Seabold. That's very close and Leon line to Mario's um, LLD. Great thinking, gentlemen. And at Fat Harry Lazy just wrote, Remember, Broncos fans, you deserve all of this. <laughs> Harsh. <sighs> Last Saturday game. Bankwest Stadium, blue and gold everywhere. Paramatasala and, oh, I think it's the other way around. The clap versus Paramatasala. And we start off with at Eels TCT. Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eels TCT, can you hear that? Wait. One of you big, you got to play big. That's right. Eels and greatest fans. Sala and Clap fans, it was the game of the round. Eels, TCT wrote, did Corey Horsburg just give the crowd the finger? Yes, and again, it's just family and friends and cardboard cutouts. But Horsburgh, he was cut. He really felt like someone had intentionally tried to go out and hurt him and injure him, and then he ended up injured, and he was really upset by that. And uh, and fair enough. I, I can't... I know I've been playing a sport once on the field... Someone uh, got into my ear and started whispering all this horrible stuff to me, and I didn't lose it, but like that. But I responded in a way that I I wouldn't normally in normal life. So uh, I can definitely understand what was happening with Horsburgh, and I loved the tweets around it. Everyone was quite supportive of him, other than Badunya. Everyone was really kind and lovely about a man trying to go through that publicly. At Gilby underscore Gillard, weekly reminder of what an absolute gem Elliot Elliot Whitehead is. So this game was an absolute. Banger, hence getting the game of the round. The Eels looked like they had it in control. They did have some pretty sincere injuries. uh, And the Raiders had a chance in the last six minutes to try and score two converted tries. They did it. And the last one was in the last few minutes with Elliot Whitehead um, taking it to the edge. And then not only doing the dummy, but pulling the dummy off. Running another 30 metres, finding someone inside, someone inside the uh, the clap score. Converts the clutch conversion. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Mario, shout it louder because I can't hear his name. Uh, the center that everyone talks about. Oh, God damn it. The goddamn Captain Croker. Thank you. Thanks, Mario. Um, kicks a clutch one. And then they went into the amazing golden point. They had a whole first half golden point. No one could get it over. And then, of course, somebody did score. Goddamn, Gunt again tells us that it was 25-24. Their King Gutho kicks the conversion, uh, sorry, kicks the drop goal. 
at Green Machine Pod backed that up. They said, how's your heart? We almost pinched a game in the last uh, five minutes of regular time. Always tough to lose a Golden Point game. What did you think of the game? We'll get around at the Green Machine Pod. They're an excellent podcast and go and tell them what you think. Um, fantastic game though. Absolute game of the round. And that's knowing that uh, Flap City and the Tigers are all going to play soon. But still, game of the round. Sunday. Flap City versus your old gill in the Steve Rogers Cup, or the Battle of the Beaches, I think that people like to call it. At Billy underscore underscore buttons tweeted, Manly fans going to blame the refs and injuries for this game and then tell themselves how brave they are. Laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. Also, another great one from Billy as he is a massive troll towards Manly fans because of his excellent podcast, Screaming Eagles, where he does a podcast as a Manly fan with another uh, sorry, as an Eels fan with another manly person, he did a huge tweet of just a massive L made out of laugh cry emojis. Unbelievable. Uh, and at Seagullspur, a great manly account, you should definitely get around him. Uh, he wrote, was always going to be a challenge, but that was tough to watch. A lot of things to be concerned about, but most of all, how much we've come to rely on Tom. Suli back next week. I'd like to see Cust at 582. Adam Fanua, Blake, and Sarah deserve better. Sharks, way too good. Hash Manly forever. What a very sensible and uh, measured response. So well done. Score. Oof. Media Watch Mario jumps in there with his new handle and his new avi. He said it was 40 to 22. He was absolutely right. And I was backed up by the Sharks underscore Cronulla Blue tick account that just wrote, huge win. Fire emoji. Up, up. And it has a little shark after that. That's cute. 40 to 22. King Wally with two Ys and a one. Our 50... Point Merchant, on the watch, the 50-point person on watch, wrote, a good team would have put 50 on Manly. So it appears now that King Wally is just a scoreboard, which is exactly what we need for this podcast. So thank you, sir, being on 50 Watch. Marshall, Marshall, and still with Marshall. Unspace versus your Mighty West Tigers. And we start with at Tigers1908, who typed, yes, Harry. And of course, that is the official Bowman Tigers account, and they're super Harry with Harry, happy with Harry Grant. At 72 JJK, is Harry Grant aware that the Roosters may be interested in a hooker? <laughs> Don't play with our hearts like that, 72 JJ. At Troy Maguire 1 wrote, is there a more energetic W half than Harry Grant? I'm telling you at the moment, he was the best halfback of the round, without a doubt, and that was with Roosters playing well and Storm playing well. Still, Harry Grant, best Hooker of the round at MBWT underscore nothing but West Tigers, one of the best accounts you can get on if you're a West Tigers fan. He's given us all the stats. Harry Grant versus Bulldogs. One try, one try assist, one line break, one line break assist, three tackle breaks, 20 runs for 151 meters for a hooker and 45 tackles. The guy was an absolute machine, even to the last few seconds of the game. Kid couldn't be stopped. At Cask Tiger, an ex-great podcast, now just excellent Twitter account, Tigers Cast. All around effort from everyone tonight. Uh, all around effort from everyone tonight. I'm, I'm saying it was great. But been really impressed with Sam McIntyre so far. Never stood out in New South Wales Cup. But to me, however, has taken to NRL like a pro. Well done to the kid. Yes, well said. I think he's coming up really well. At bat underscore Bradley, he wrote, Take that, Brook haters. Kiss emoji, wink emoji. I know uh, V8 and I have been super pro Brooks forever. Uh, hey Sam Warden's a big Brooks fan as well so I'm glad that the guy is getting the love that he deserves at Martin Lang Martin underscore Lang 11 the ex-player said the Tigers 
have two of the NRL's most wholehearted players, Josh Reynolds and David Nofaluma. And while we're on Nofzilla, wow, the kid just can't be stopped. This is his year. Paddy Sills must be so excitement. Madge McGuire just really has turned the guy into not just an effort player, but into a complete powerhouse. And everyone already knew that Jay Ray was great. At one Tiger underscore, he tweeted, The boys played for 80 minutes. Madge will be proud of that effort indeed. Let's keep it rolling. And that's exactly it. This is the exact kind of game we would have lost. Or at the very least, we would have been up for a period of time and then eventually let them come back in. But they scored, I think, the first try of the game within the first 15 minutes. And then they didn't get over the line again. Great tweet. One-eyed score. Hey, Sam gets it. It was 34-6 in the end. And that was backed up uh, by the West Tigers blue tick that was re-quote tweeted. By at Hollis underscore K Hollis, who wrote winner winner chicken dinner of the West Tigers 34 to 6 tweet, but also met at Mark Tiggs, uh, re quote tweeted the Canary Bulldogs blue tick. So there's a double, uh, there's a double score check. And he's written uh, after Canary wrote tough night, uh, tough night to take in. Congrats on the dub tonight, West Tigers with two fists pumping each other. Mark Tiggs is quite tweeted saying, Classy, I actually don't hate the Bulldogs anymore. Each and every player gave it their best. You'll get there, and so will we. Great tweet, Mark. Great tweet, Canterbury. Great tweet, Kelly. Everyone are such massive winners on Twitter, but particularly the West Tigers Twitter community. Aren't we a great bunch when we're winning? Congratulations to at Ross Martin. At Ross Martin, some numbers, I think, 1960 who tweeted in response to Adam Jackson talking about the Broncos being booed. He said, especially as it was only friends and relatives watching. Very quick-witted, sir. Uh, excellent factual reflection on the things that are happening and still giving us all a laugh. So you've gone one step closer to becoming the sports best uh, Twitter champion for 2020 as you were named the sports best tweet of the week. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? This is a quick, short rugby league podcast about Twitter, essentially. If you really like podcasts and you really like Rugby League, we have a few other ones. Little Rugby League is a podcast just for you and your family. It's kid-friendly. It's aimed at kids. Uh, it's also very short because their attention, attention, attention spans are short. It is weekly. It has quotes and a quiz and cute things like that, questions. So get around that with your family on the way to school or after school, whenever's best for you. We also have Chasing Kangaroos, which is a much longer one. It has interviews. It's focused on the glowing, growing globe of rugby league, hash grow rugby league. It's all about international rugby league and things that are happening in and around Australia and New Zealand that are helping grow the game. And uh, we also hope you enjoy those. Speaking of enjoying things, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials and join us again next time. Talk to you then, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.